welcome back to Scratching the Surface, where we talk all things real. Oh, I'm so excited to be back, to be honest, and get back into my deep chats with lovely, like-minded people. So I did take a big, long break. I went to Canada and had the most amazing, adventurous time, a summer to remember for the rest of my life. It was amazing, amazing, amazing. Lots of wildlife, hiking, outdoors, swimming. Oh, it was amazing. So it really actually felt really cathartic, really healing. That's actually where all of this began. My cancer journey began. My migraines, my sore heads, they started when I was living out in Canada. So a couple of years later, went back for a big trip and did all the things that we didn't get to do while I was living there before. And yeah, now I'm just, I'm back at it. I feel amazing and I'm just so happy to have you along on this journey with me. Hope you enjoy. Hello, hello everybody. I am here with lovely Simon Byrne. He is the, I suppose the creator, the CEO, the the mastermind behind Oz Standard Coffee. Um, He started out with a little I suppose a little notion, a dream, and then it became what I would now say a mini empire on the North Coast. <laughs> Simon, do you want to just introduce yourself and yeah, tell us a little bit about your journey, whatever you've been doing in your life that's brought you to this point? Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for having me on as well. Um, I don't know, you've maybe oversold me there. I like guess maybe I, took, I had an idea. I love coffee and I sort of, not that my hand was forced at the time, but Whenever we come back home from Australia and from traveling, um, I actually went out looking to try and get coffee during lockdown, couldn't find something nice and just decided to do it myself. So nearly as simple as that. It maybe sounds too simple, but I would like it to be an empire, but maybe just not yet. No, exactly. But I can see that it is growing. Like even that you have growing from just the start little box to, you know, that now you're moving around and stuff like that is, that is growing your empire. Yeah. Well, the first, the first, uh, motion of growth was nearly forced because just three days before Christmas I think it was Christmas 2020 I uh, remember I had the wee van going that was where I started mm-hmm. then the wee van I was uh, in getting a gift for the for the um, family that I the, who owns the area I'm at at the minute you know and yeah. beside where we're at just a, like a gift voucher or something for Christmas so they can go and have a meal whenever they want it and I end up pulling out in front of a van so that forced, um, that, that, that forced the first expansion anyway. Oh, jeepers. Oh, no. What did it, did it write off? Oh, uh, the thing was, it was a whole mix up. There was just the way, the way the whole road end was, there was a car stopped and a, and a, what do you call it? A four-way stop nearly, or a, or a four-way junction. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were at the stop side and I was actually at the stop side, but I drove on and another car came and hit me at the front left corner of the, of the van, you know. I wrote mm-hmm. the van off, but thankfully nobody nobody was hurt, and all of my equipment was actually one hundred percent in the back. Oh, wow. I was imagining a big like scene, a big crime scene, like everything spilled and broken. <laughs> oh no! Thankfully mm-hmm. not. Thankfully not. And so then, so the the van was no more. You then you that's whenever you started, it became more a permanent thing. Then yeah, it was actually weird at the time. Me and my girlfriend, Neve, her dad, we went and looked at a container. It was just like a back back of a lorry, really, where they would have a refrigerated lorry body, you know. We went yeah. up to 
looked at one of them about two weeks before this, before I crashed it. And the idea was I was nearly going to reverse up to the inside of it and serve inside the container out the back of the van, if that makes any sense to you. So I would have a shelter and then it meant that people could walk into the container and have a wee bit of shelter too. But inside yeah. it was two weeks, we just looked at it and it was an idea. I wouldn't really, I don't think I would have forced or pushed on with it too quickly because it sort of just was a notion where the guy, well, we could do that or we could put up. Um, a gazebo where you could do something else you know it was more about my shelter from standing outside for yeah. over the winter you know yeah yeah I know because you started it more at the well it would have been nice weather I, I, I sort of started yeah I think it was I think the date actually was 10th of July 2020 whenever I actually first started selling it you know but I, had, wow. I was I was working away at it maybe for a month or two before that but um it was Maybe even around like I know we we had good weather around, around lockdown. Then it was maybe March, April, May was very good, but yeah, uh, July and August wasn't great. It wasn't terrible, but then see September, October, November, and even December. Me standing there, I remember I was going through so many different shoes to try and keep my feet warm. I was wearing two or three. Clothes. I had four or five pairs of socks. I was trying to go through trying to find which ones were the warmest. No way. <laughs> and that was you in, in the van at that point? That was at the van. So it was literally just open the back doors and start serving mm -hmm. coffee. That's all it was. Oh, right enough. That's right. I remember. Yeah, because that was actually such a wee treat. Like um, that was because you, you've came home from Australia and I've come home from Canada. And literally the few days that we had the time to stop because we were always mad rushing up the road late for every appointment but sometimes if we had the time or we would plan to make sure we had the time stopping and getting a wee coffee at your place oh like it just made my day like it was so good so good see I think at the time that was that was a big thing for everybody you know there was none there's nothing you were doing people were furloughed maybe they were working from home yeah all they had to do was go a walk and then because a lot of the cafes and stuff were not set up for takeaway at that time it really was me and, and that local area I was doing all the takeaway coffees and and I like to think that it was good great quality coffee like that's what I was that's what my aim was was to really provide a very high quality coffee that everybody would enjoy and then Absolutely. Neve was Neve was even making all the tray bags at the time you know so it was probably like <laughs> double a double like you know Neve was doing tray bags I was doing coffee and, and everybody was loving it so during lockdown, that was sort of like a wee escape from the mundane. What was lockdown? And you're, that was you got away, you got your coffee, and got your walk, and then you're back into the house for the rest of the day. Yeah, totally. And here, I do have to ask, what was it like then working as a couple? Like, were you just like, were you dream team? Did you ever like bicker, or was you, were you ever like, no, that's not, or, or was it just always really plain sailing? Um, well, I would have come in after a day, maybe I'd done really well with the buns, and I'd have been, Neve, can you put on? four or five batches or whatever it was and that never that didn't always go down too well but then again even even the time hadn't she was sort of studying to do her um mortgage advisory um courses and stuff at the time but she had a bit of time to do it and if i text her early enough she was happy enough but if i got a last minute rush and come in maybe at three or four o'clock looking an awful lot of buns and oh right buns, enough cookies and stuff it wasn't <laughs> didn't always go down too oh well. my god oh that is so funny the coffee yes it is so oh my god i i i personally do would say that it is the nicest coffee you can get all like around like i live up in belfast and sometimes i you know it's like oh you wouldn't even finish it like it's not yeah i'm not gonna go into any names or any places or anything but, <laughs> but yeah, 
I totally get what you mean. So did you find then while you were living out in Australia, it just was, they just knew how to do coffee, right? Or Well, before that, say whenever, whenever I was in America, we were in America whenever we were, we were 16, my dad's a brother over there and with cousins and all. And I sort of get into liking coffee, maybe like Dunkin' Donuts and stuff like that. And the reason I liked it was they had the creamer and all. So I actually loved coffee from then. And I came home and there wasn't great coffee here, but you were drinking instant coffee and that was okay. Then I ended up going back to America for a placement go back into coffee again then back home again you're just drinking sort of machine coffee and everything mm-hmm. but once I went to Australia there's like a real culture behind the coffee like yeah no Melbourne's got a big scene but I lived in Sydney and Sydney was I thought it was unreal for it like every every day I'd have got a good coffee but like even like a Saturday and a Sunday I nearly based my Saturdays and Sundays around going to find another coffee place or where am I getting coffee now? And then I would have, me and Neve would have went, or if Neve had a match or something, me and a couple of friends would have went out of a drive, got a coffee, went a walk. And I was always looking for another good place. And nearly every single time you went to a place, it could have been slightly different than the one before, but everyone was just top quality. Like I just, the standard was unbelievable. And then that's sort of where I got the name, trying to sort of emulate the old standard coffee. Like, Yeah, that's amazing. See, I love that. But so, your beans though like you get them do you get them sent over from australia or not well, they're actually all they're all it's all local like whenever i whenever i bought the van i bought the van maybe in i think it was april, april or may whenever we came home i can't remember the date now but i bought the van and it had all the equipment in it and it sort of was nearly somebody was panicking because of lockdown they were getting rid of this van and they weren't going to get the use out of it they couldn't they nearly they couldn't see what i seen and a lot of people maybe couldn't see what i thought but uh, Wait, a coffee a coffee van. It actually had all the coffee stuff in it. It had everything in it. Yeah, it actually it was it was called Oscar at the time. So, oh, so, no, I, I'm I'm telling you that is literally like that's a little bit of magic there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We drove up near. It was near where I went. It was near Jordanstown where I was in uni. I can't remember what the exact name of the place was, but we drove up to go and see it. And I swear at that time, it was COVID. Maybe you shouldn't have been out and about that far and all. But I thought. It was nearly Neve had convinced me into it. She's like, well, we're doing nothing else. And I suppose at that time of lockdown, all we were coming home with no jobs. Like, we last we'd worked was in Australia and we'd been traveling and then come home. So there was nowhere to go and jobs were maybe a wee bit scarce because nobody knew what was happening with COVID and lockdowns and all. So whenever I sort of realized that there wasn't great coffee, we'd looked up into coffee vans or trailers or something, found this one. And honestly, it was, it actually was really good money. Like, it wasn't. I, I couldn't buy I couldn't buy that same thing now for three times the price yeah wow wow here I just love that uh see the the power of a good woman behind you <laughs> go Neve. if I go, if I go shop and if I need to buy something I'll look in the way I'll look at the item I'll look at it again and I'll go back and look at it again then I'll look at it online then I'll look up reviews whereas Neve will just say just buy it just get it just go for it yeah just love it I love that attitude. But I uh, well, it was just it was like Neve and the same same as her dad is saying about the um the container. Like whenever I crashed that van, he just straight away, well, you're gonna have to get that container now and go again. So that's that was just it. You sort of just have to pick yourself up and go again and you have them people there that sort of tells you you have to do this and that's what you go and do. Well, it's not even just telling you, like they're supporting you. You had you had a bit of a It's the guide. It's just that it's another voice there, you know, you sort of yeah. know you have to do it, but it's just a matter of the going and doing it, getting it done. That's so brilliant. I really love that. It's like and then 
now like coming like even you know full, full circle it's like such a little commun- community vibe to it like you know that a lot a lot a lot of your custom your events everything like that is people like it's going to be word of mouth it's going to be people that you probably know of or they know of you or whatever like and it started from grassroots that's what I really love about it well going back there to the beans whenever I I tested them out and I didn't actually get them from Australia and I know some people think so maybe I have but I at the time was all standard I wanted to get something locally sourced here and I wanted to taste like the Australian standard so I I went got maybe I think maybe 30 different types of beans and I actually got some from Australia wherever I could get over I got there's you know companies there's small roasteries there was one there's one in Coleraine they left beans up to me there's ones in Belfast there's ones in County Down all over the place and I took a few friends up and obviously Neve was there too and anybody that wanted to try it whenever you know we only allowed to have a few people gathered at the time so yeah it was on a couple of tasting t- or taste testing days amazing I love that or we we boiled down to one or two and then we done another test taste testing day and I done all blind testing and. At the time, which sort of works out weird, I had done a, uh, me and Eve actually, when we'd finished our jobs, maybe in around late November, maybe middle of December, and then her family were coming over for Christmas, so we finished our jobs, we were going to have a t- good time with them, but before they arrived, we were like, so we'll go and try and do a few things here and there, something different, and one of the things that we'd done, because I loved coffee, was a barista course, oh, it, all, it all sort of worked out by accident, I'd actually been trained in and making the coffees at that time in Australia. So I never well, actually thought I would ever use it, but I ended up using yeah. it straight away. Did you just do that as in you just did the barista course because you were thinking, oh, when I get home, I'm going to get myself a proper setup at home, you know, as in in your house, like because you really love coffee? Or were you just thinking, oh, it's just interesting. I want to know how coffee, like what? what? That's so interesting. Kind, not really, actually, to be honest with you. I, whenever I finished my job, I went from one company in Australia, which I really loved to work, and then I just at the time wasn't really valued. And then I went to another company for six months, where you were getting you were getting plenty of money, like, but you weren't really getting like I like to be doing something. You weren't having much responsibility, so it was two different things. And I left it, and I was like, I need to try something different. So I actually started this thing on, I think I done it on my own Instagram or Facebook or something. I started calling it something new for fifty two. So I was going to do something new every week for 52 weeks yes love that love that love that it's a whole year then yeah well yeah it should be the whole year then but the way it worked out that the coffee thing was one of it i'd never done yoga that we'd done that there i hadn't i went and baked wheat and bread or something and i started just doing a few random things here and there i went to a cricket match which i'd never been to a cricket match just wanted to go and experience a few different things so this is amazing oh my god like this oh i'm loving this great tell me more (laughs) (laughs) there was no real plan behind it really you know but at the time my idea sort of was i'll try these things and maybe something will stick and really by chance the barista course and then one of my weeks then i actually was buying the van or buying a, a thing and then the next one was starting into doing a bit of branding um for a business and i was just sort of making these things up like whenever we come home in lockdown there wasn't an awful lot to do so we were mm-hmm. living in Neve's, um it's Neve's granny granddad's old house up in their farm you know they needed a fence put up so one of my weeks was building a fence so all these random things I'd never done before I was sort of hoping I would find not really, well kind of find a path or find something out of it you know 
Yeah, you were but, hoping you would maybe find a wee purpose that could get yeah, you through the lockdown. Pretty much. And then, really, when it came down to it, I'd done the branding and then first day of starting coffee or whatever. But because then I had found the coffee, I think I maybe only got 30 something weeks through the 52 weeks. So I never actually finished that off because the sort of what I had what planned to, to do at the start, it nearly it paid off, you know. Absolutely. And you know what, that was, that was very, I mean, for that was the first time you were doing something like that. Usually people do one new thing a month, Simon. So, so I think you did really well. Oh my goodness. It was challenging. I swear. I was getting stressed out trying to think up ideas. I probably should have done one thing a month. Yeah, I've I've seen a woman now, she'd be like nearly in her fifties, but she did, she's doing that this year. Uh, I I say, do you know what? You've given me an idea. I must get her on the podcast. <laughs> but she does one a yeah. month, and like she then she'll like blog about it and put it on her page and stuff. So no, honestly, that is so inspiring. I hope that people listening to this are going to go. Do you know what? Maybe I won't be able to do some something once a week, but even yeah, once a month or every fortnight or just whenever you can think of a new thing. Yeah, that's all it really was. Just trying something new. And to be honest with you, even just talking about it now, I probably should get back to that because you sort of find yourself now whenever you're you're sort of getting into the actual the business maybe of, of doing what I'm doing and making coffee yeah. pushing whatever else and trying to trying to do the social media behind it and everything else you can streamline it really you know you don't it's not just the same as it was at the start so you probably have time now and I actually was talking to an our friend there yesterday or the day before about trying to maybe do something else or learn something new I always yeah. try to do something like I don't if I do nothing, I get in a bad rut, you know, and sort of not not oh, yeah. we bit lazy like, but I just I want to try and always keep myself thinking, keep keep using my head, you know, keep doing something. No, exactly. And sure, if you listen or talk to anybody like this actually quite old or like, you know, elderly and they're kinda near the end of their life, like they were generally like they kept themselves busy. Like that's what they had to do and back in the day was just keep working, 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 busy, busy, busy. No no time to really sit down until you were so exhausted at dinner time and then, oh, cozy fire, whatever. But literally all day, like it was just busy, busy, busy. But now that's the problem with society, I think. Yeah, well, I suppose they weren't sitting on TikTok all day either, but... No, no, definitely not. <laughs> I sort of get... You nearly get in the way of doing less and less whenever you're sitting on your phone and then you lose track of time and you've really gained nothing off it. So every so often I do think to myself, I need to go and do something else. And I know I started then into, because I'd lost the ability, my the, the, the with the coffee, I lost the ability to move about. Even whenever I had the van, I'd done, I can't remember if I'd done one or two weddings. I think maybe, definitely done one wedding with the van, maybe two. And I was going maybe like a pop-up every Thursday to another local business out near Port Rush. You know, they were the Chestnuts Farm. It was mm-hmm. so- it sort of kept you're meeting new people and you're you're sort of getting your name out there a bit more. But I lost that ability whenever I crashed the van, so that then put me into another idea of starting a horse box and maybe using it for different events and having that going. But it's a matter now. I'm in another stage of trying to figure out what the best way is to promote it because it seems to be on Instagram. If you're a business on Instagram or Facebook, you need to pay. You know, like if I want a billboard up, obviously I have to pay for it. It's nearly Facebook doesn't give you too much free airtime. Like they'll they'll show it to a few people, but if I've got two thousand followers nearly on Instagram, I, I maybe only two hundred people will see that. You know, 
Yeah, no, that is true. Because I was actually thinking that I did miss a couple of your wee competitions. So that's really annoying of Instagram. Yeah, I don't know why. Well, I do know why. It obviously has to be because they want to monetize, monetize as much as they can and get you to pay for their adverts. And then they, I always, I mean, every other day you're getting um, like a notification from them, you know, spend £20 and get £20 free or spend 10 or oh. get it's all about money, like, and I don't, I don't fully understand that side. So even thinking, I was sort of thinking yesterday, maybe I need to go and do a couple of courses or do one of them, um, go for NA programs or do something like that. There, where we could actually go and learn, maybe social media marketing or learn how to, you know, make a website. Which my cousins actually helped me with a website there recently, but I don't really fully understand all these things. Yeah, we'll see. Actually gosh maybe uh we can go and do it together because that's exactly where I'm at I have well no you already have a bloody business but I have ideas and I have a wee business that I want to get out there but it's all that stuff all that technical stuff I'm like oh I don't know so yeah I need to do a wee business course as well yeah like I I actually thought at the start whenever I started um that I had nearly mastered Instagram I thought oh this is brilliant you just what I was sort of missing out on then was actually I don't think I was that good at Instagram I don't think that I'd done something any, anybody else hasn't done but it was amazing the local support you got I think it was more people sharing yeah. it everybody was posting pictures of their cups and yeah. sharing where they, were, where they were at and then because there's a few people at the time for my whole first year there's a few people kept coming to me and they were away and they spent their day getting a good photo or going to a new location and going to walk, but getting a good photo of my cup while they were there. And then wow. it was unbelievable. Like it was unbelievable support. And they, they, it was giving them something to do kind of, you know, they were enjoying it. They were maybe going for their walk anyway, but they were thinking, right, where can I go now to, to get a different picture for Simon or for Oz standard or whatever. Yeah. Unbelievable photos. And a lot of that went towards my market. And then, so I was like, can I use this photo? Can I put this up? And they're like, Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, so I suppose then now that everything's back to quite normal, then there's maybe a bit of a lull in that and you're now thinking you need to do marketing for yourself. Probably, yeah, because it's just, it's not the same. Like everybody, you know, it's all, it's a new thing at the time and it's the same as anything. If something else starts new, you'll see it more often and more often and more often until then it just slows down again. It just becomes the norm. Like I think at the minute, which is fair enough and it's good to be able to be nearly two and a half years, well, two, just over two years through, and you are part of, not part of the furniture, but you are there and people knows your brand and they love it and mm-hmm. join it. And they're still coming. Like, that's great. But the whole novelty of uh, maybe going and taking the photo and sending it and putting it up and going on a new walk has maybe died off, you know. So you're you're not getting as much exposure as maybe you were at the start. But for anybody starting off, that's what it is. Like, you sometimes, I never understood it, but whenever you see people putting up, all oh, the best thing you can do for a small business is share this here or um save their page or save their posts and that mm-hmm. really true. like you wouldn't believe it like the amount of people that comes on i was able to share my photos i love seeing it like and i was right there everybody thank you very much and hope you enjoyed it and whatever else it's, yeah. it's unreal like yeah it's that wee community feel i know but you know i bet yeah everybody sure now is back to work and they're not at home and they're not furloughed and getting the time to go out on a walk with the coffee they're probably just dashing from their car or dashing you know no, listen, you're still getting your support, don't get me wrong, definitely that way, people still come for coffee, isn't that as unbelievable? Mm-hmm. Every, at the start, it probably was, it probably just was that, it was lockdown, and maybe it was just, at the start, it's probably the perfect storm, you know, 
which gives you a good foot, it gives you good foot and you know a good start in the business. Yeah, I think so. But no, I'd say even yourself, even now, if you were to start something, once you get up, you will get support. Like it's, you'll not, you maybe don't need. Well, it'd probably be good to have the education of what what you need in marketing and that side of things. But whenever you start, you will you'll see so many people supporting. Like it's unbelievable. Mm. Yeah, and and that's always what I've said. Like I'm, I'm not really. Well, I can't ever see myself being like a business woman or whatever. And it's not really kind of me. But um, I just wanted it to like you started like kind of grassroots and thinking maybe asking a few local places like so you see the the branding and like even your way just because it's so what would you say like so you just you would know you know it like well local people and all we just would know it and like I didn't realize you were even going to be at that hurling match the other week and then I was like yeah like as soon as I drove in to the pitch you know I, I seen your way box so where did you come up with the idea for the the brand and the color scheme even like what what where did you d- design that from um i just sort of i looked about and i actually hadn't really been looking up any coffee brands or anything but i that color me and Eve both i don't know the color i picked for the logo at the time i just loved it i don't know why i just thought it stood out it was nice i wanted something plain and simple and yeah i come up with a name the name is awful long like i even thinking about it now it's, it's quite long like but people get it and People, some people calls me Oz. It's just Oz Coffee. People, Cafe Oz. There's other set people calls it like OZ Coffee. You know, I don't mind what they call it as long as they know as long as they know it's there. You know, yeah. but, like at that time, my idea was Oz Standard Coffee. Like, I wanted to have Oz Standard Coffee. I wanted it to be. I just wanted it to be obvious what it was. I wanted people to know that this is the Australian Standard Coffee. Like this is what this is what it stands for. This is what it is. But. Mm-hmm. Terms of the color, I wanted a nice color, something that would stand out, something that would catch your eye, and then um, in terms of the logo itself, I just thought the O and the Oz it made a perfect coffee bean. You could, I actually went on the wee app on it was like a free logo designer. Mm-hmm. I looked up a coffee bean, found it, put a Z beside it, changed the sort of sizing off it, and then I thought just put a simple circle around it, like a simple. Whenever. You seen logos back in the day, maybe I can't really think of any by name, you know. But there's lo- loads of color in it. They were more cartoonish. They were whatever they were. But if you look at them now, everything's sort of goes back to basic, simplified. Yeah. Mm-hmm, you're right. I just want something very simple. So if I was to simplify it further, I think I would just leave the circle and just go OZ with the coffee bean in it. You know, just that would be really mm-hmm. simple. Or even just your, yeah, your O with the coffee bean because everybody would know that by then or. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. But I, at the time, whenever I was designing it, that, I thought, oh, this looks, this looks good. This should be it. Um, <laughs> and it, it's cool. Like, but the, the OZ is the main part of it. Like, Oz and the circle around it. Like, people maybe doesn't pay attention to the rest of it unless they're reading it and they're wondering what I am or. You see the old um, yeah 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 because i do yeah you suppose you do need to think like there is going to be people from like all over like sure the town is bunged always now with tourists and people um like from the south and all so yeah they might not know you so it's good to have oh i think it's class like oh yeah i just love that this all just started from like an idea it's unreal it was the same again, like with me and Eve sitting in the house. Um, you couldn't really go anywhere, nothing to do, and I was just on the laptop. I, I actually don't think it, it didn't take that long. Like, and then we went through. I I drew it up, and then what do you think of that? Oh, maybe add something. So Eve, Eve, the good input into, into it as well. So we just sort of wanted that we we drew some. I drew something up. Eve's like, give me our ideas. Oh, I like that blue. Or maybe don't like that. Try this here. 
Mm-hmm. I had to make the make the circle thicker, make it thinner, you know, just sort of try and error. But it it really it's it, whenever you look at it, it really is just it's really simple. Like, but it's that's what I want. I just want it to be simple and sort of recognizable, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's brilliant. Do you enjoy like the moving around, and you know, do you enjoy like going to all the different venues and things, or sometimes is that a bit exhausting? And like you said before about it's freezing sometimes. What's what's yeah. the Probably in the van before it would have been, it wouldn't have been the best because Neve came to help me out whenever I had the van. We went to a wedding, it was in uh, Glenravel. And, you know, it was all organised before. You don't know what sort of day you're going to get. You can't guarantee good weather, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, we went to it and we parked out in the car park and that would have been normally everybody would have come out of the chapel. You'd have been congregating around there. They'd have been having a chat and a coffee, their buns or whatever. But it was pouring out of the heavens, like so. We were out exposed. We had no cover. We just keep going, and then inside about half an hour, I think maybe I don't know the bride or the groom sent somebody over and said, "Just come up to the door." So we end up reversing right up to the door, so everybody could stand in shelter, you know. Whereas oh, wow. now with the horse box, it's not as cold. You've got the coffee machine in there. Everything's kept in the one, you know, it's contained in the one area. Um, mm. with the back door that provides a bit of cover for people as well. So. It's different now. It's better, and I do really enjoy getting out in the boat. I think it was something that I'd missed for a while. Like I, I wanted to go and do these events, and I wanted to go and do um, weddings and whatever sports events, you know, matches. We went there and we were done a week at the um, well, it's the old Milk Cup. It's called the Super Cup NA. You know, we done that there. Just different. Like it's un- it's unreal. Like whenever you go out in the boat and you get to see something else, but you know, you you still have your you still have your sort of base there. Um, and that's what got you going, like in your regular customers. Like the, f- the first wedding I done in the horse box, it was uh, a man and a wife now that are always with me. Like, you know, every day they come and get their two coffees and they're away. And they actually said to me before I'd anything going, like maybe six or seven months ago, are you ever going to get back in the road? Are you ever going to do this here? Are you ever going to do that there? And I had bought a horse box actually from a, another fellow who lives across the road. And I just hadn't really got going at it, and my dad was going to help me with it, and I hadn't really looked at it, but he's like, well, I'm getting married in this date, so you need to be ready. So that was nearly another push. You know, he was like, I want you there. So he loved the golf mm-hmm. that much. He oh, got wow. his wedding up in, it was up in Galgorm. They had the wedding, they had the whole, they had the whole ceremony and everything there. So I loved it. Like, it's just great. It's just good to be out and doing something different. And it does help get your name out there as well. You know, it helps sort of, sort of creates more awareness, if you know what I mean, yeah. Yeah, because there'd be guests there, all them events that would be from way down the country and stuff. So they maybe wouldn't have ever been had the chance to have seen you before. Yeah, like maybe they just, I they wouldn't even have known that that was a thing. Maybe even people mm-hmm. realize that you could bring coffee to a wedding, or you could bring coffee to you know you can bring it to you, like and it could be really good quality coffee. You're not just bringing somebody with a kettle and a and a tub of Nescafe, you know. Exactly, because you know, actually, that is perfect. Because at a wedding, after the ceremony and stuff, you are a bit like, "Jesus, all I need is a coffee right now." Because it's a really, especially for girls, it's a really long, long morning doing hair, makeup, getting yourself ready. So you really do need that good coffee. Yeah, right. Enough. I never thought about that, but yeah, it's just it's perfect. I think I, I well, I know I'd be biased anyway, but I just think whenever you if I come out of a wedding and there's coffee, I'd be straight over. And I know maybe you're at weddings, you're going to go and take a beer or whatever after, but even a coffee, you'd be standing about chatting. If it was a cooler day, it would keep you warm. Even on a warm day, there's iced coffees, you know. It's another wee, not a novelty, but it's another wee addition to your wedding, you know. 
Absolutely no, because I, I say I find that when you were up at the hurling pitch, it was like happy days. I think we, um, well, I always get coffee, and then my wee sister, she loves like hot chocolate. When did you start doing the hot chocolate as well? Actually, I had done that from the start, and maybe it's just not something I'd pushed as much because, well, it was just I just thought hot chocolate was hot chocolate. I actually had um, Neve's sister at the time at the start, and I got her to test out the hot chocolate, and then. And our friend came up, he doesn't really drink coffee, so he was testing out the hot chocolate. So we'd actually tried a few hot chocolates as well, but that's close. I didn't really drink hot chocolate, you know, with the odd time, but it was more focused on the coffee. So I never maybe promoted it as much. But even recently there was there was a young fella as well. He started up a he actually started up a hot chocolate business, if you call it that. I don't know what you would call it, but he makes he must break up the chocolate and he flavors it and he's you know it's more natural like so i've got and oh, um, cacao is it cacao it's the, the real i maybe that's that must be what it is mm-hmm. he's got a different way once you to make it and all and you put it into the jug and you steam it in with the milk so actually it's all mixed mm-hmm. at the same time and it melts in with your milk and mm-hmm. I, the mint one you know he, he adds actual like really 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 fine finely chopped mint leaves you know so it's really mm-hmm. it's more like a natural one as well so i he came up to me one day so i've actually get that in there as well so that's maybe more a luxury hot chocolate we do now too but it's um, yeah is that in the wee pink bags you've seen that on your page yes 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 it is yeah yeah you know that looks class yeah see i, I didn't know you were doing all these different things now and the oh my goodness like you always have like unreal and an, a whole unreal selection of your wee Trebex and stuff but I've seen that you're doing sausage rolls now oh my goodness it's hard to oh. know this, like see in the winter time I think you know they'll be busier now but there was a stage there at the end of the summer I just I actually stopped for a while because it's not really on a warm day and all it's not really something you're going for but I think now whenever we're back to the colder mornings we're we'll, we'll going back in full force yeah definitely no that's that was such a good idea and see even you can even just t- chant to you like it's two years in and you're already realizing what works, what doesn't work. And like, that's, that's the whole idea of a grassroots business. Like you're kind of going, well, maybe in that weather, that's not ideal. Or like, you wouldn't need that. Oh, like, I just love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Great. Yeah. It's a, it is that, yeah, like you do learn, like if you, you know, you have to learn every day and you be seeing things that's happening or something that works, something that doesn't work. You know, there's things that I've had in there. Maybe it doesn't work as well as other ones and you just stop doing it or you, like even some alternative milks, you know, at a time they're, they're not going well, well, so you stop it and then you get asked about it a few times, like, right, I'll bring it back. And then next thing, they're the most popular thing, you know, but mm-hmm. even at that, we're talking about, you know, learning and you see what works on different days. Like there's the day today where it's quite wet and all, I don't know, today could be unbelievable or today could be dead. You know, it's just, there never is actually a, a pattern that way with coffee sales or with any sort of sales. You just, you have to be there really. You just have to be there to find out, but I have never not in two years have I ever seen a pattern on what works for coffee. Never. God, that's interesting as well. It's weird, like, it's so weird because I thought, you know, you maybe go, right, people's drinking coffees Monday to Friday and then they're not coming to the weekends or they're drinking it on a Friday and they're getting a bun with it. But it, it's all completely different. I mean, every day is so different. My goodness. And so now do you just get them supplied in, like your wee tray bags and stuff like that? Because Neve's obviously busy now. <laughs> Yeah, well, actually, whenever Neve decided, no, not Nick decided to stop, but Neve stopped, she went in and started working in, um, in like mortgage and insurance advisory, you know. So then Neve's like, I don't have time to be begging bonds anymore. Yeah, so cool. I actually had my my hours at that time was maybe I think it was like seven to one. I was closing a bit earlier, so I was getting home. Maybe after cleaning up, I was getting home about two, half two, 
and then I was doing all the baking. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> that was another skill for you. <laughs> I was baking all the brownies and all the cookies and all. And I, after about two or three, or maybe it was twenty, no, it was two months. I just realized that this baking is not for me. Like, because you were going in, and there was days you were having to bake more, you were having to bake less. Mm-hmm. And for about two hours, while you put in different batches, and then you had to put toppings on them. And oh, what? <laughs> I then started advertising. Does anybody know any local suppliers or ever? And then try a few and see how it goes, you know? Yeah, that's brilliant. Oh, I love that. Do you know all the benefits and stuff remember I was I got off you was it you or was it I think you were there that day and I got the coffee beans out the back yeah so for people that don't know well so okay rewind I was like on my cancer treatment and I just was I couldn't use anything like at all with any you know any soap or any perfumes or anything in it like it just would have really irritated my skin and I had yeah I think did you you said to me did you message me to say you were looking for something at the time and then I had said I had said that to you I I said I didn't really know the full benefits but I think I'd heard something that maybe they called yes that is what it is that is what it is and so when we were stopping to get our coffee on the way up to my cancer treatment because uh, I remember actually on the coming back down again like the the whole car like just smelled of lovely coffee <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was so good so because you were saying that you end up like that's waste for you then well that is waste and um, whenever I started I had I, I actually had a wee bit of stock that was given to me from the person who had, the, who had their own had the van before and they called it Oscars and all so I had cups and all but I wanted to have it more like what do you call it compostable cups and you know yeah. level yeah. so at that time I, I wanted to just sort of focus on that because whenever we were in we well whenever we were in primary school and all my mum was big into starting the recycling in the school so we were nearly not forced into it so it's always a good thing to do but we were brought up to make sure you were recycling and absolutely composting whatever you could and you were doing whatever you could so I wanted to have that there and I wanted to make sure they all were compostable and all but then I was coming back with big you know like coal sacks or or meal sacks mm-hmm. off the farm filled with coffee grounds and I didn't know what to do with them yeah and I thought there was some use and I didn't really know but I'd asked other, other people and we sort of looked up a couple of things but they were saying it was good for maybe keeping uh, slugs or snails off like lettuce and stuff in the garden or it was good for maybe boosting your nitrogen in your soil or something like that. Like I didn't really know fully, but whenever you'd put that up at the time or you said, I can't remember what, exactly what, what it was, but I had seen somewhere where it was used as like a scrub or mm-hmm. like facial scrubs or something. So I thought, I, I didn't know too much about it. Maybe I still don't know anything about it really, but I just wanted it to be reused. I didn't really want it just to just be thrown in the bin if there was actually an use for it, you know? Yeah, no, exactly. So, yeah, I think you're right. I've I've used coffee for uh, even putting in inside a planter, like part of the soil, you know, because then that like it will decompose and then it'll be like a good, you know, almost like it goes moldy eventually. I learned the hard way because <laughs> I would have kept some in a like a wee lunchbox in the bathroom to then make up more face scrub. But um, it goes moldy after a few weeks. So you actually have to freeze it whatever so I literally have like um like a wee bin bag of it there in the freezer like and I just take it out now as I need to use it um because I went and did research it it's like the the caffeine and the chlorine 
hyaluronic acids that are in the coffee is actually so healing for your skin. And literally since I started using it, everybody is always like to me, oh my God, your skin and all. And like it actually makes it nearly like a bit more, do you know, like a tanned kind of color. It's really weird. Yeah. And like, it's so soft. Have you, ha- have you still not tried it? No, I actually haven't. No, we, me and Neve were talking maybe three or four months ago, maybe longer, about uh, something you could do or what, what way you could use that again. And I, I actually had forgot about that, you know, but she was, Neve was talking about like a soap or a face scrub or different scrubs and all that. I said, that'd be a good idea. She didn't try it, but we never really went <laughs> further. Like, I, you, you know more about it than I do there, but. Yeah, well, then I need to get chatting to Neve because I would just put a few of my wee essential oils and I then put a few little rose petals and I just mix that all in. And it lasts for months and months and months. Like, I give that to friends for, like, wee gifts and stuff. Like, honestly, it's it's unreal. Like, it feels, like, so soft. And you can use it for your whole body and everything. But, yeah, that's another wee venture for you, then. I was about to say, that's another business idea for you. You could join in with us and we could do that. Yeah, <laughs> there'll be not too much to do other than make the coffee. <laughs> no, that'd be class. And you had said that you'd message to say that, and then I was like, oh, Yes, like whenever we went, we had stayed with a friend, and she always got her mum's straight out of the coffee machine. And like, she's offered me a wee bit and was like, Do you want some for your face? And I was like, What? Like, okay, I'll try it. Yeah. And like, the guy had just forgotten all about that. So whenever you messaged, I was like, yes, amazing. Right. Well, that says we'll talk about that another time. (laughs) For me, it nearly just was just go for it. Like all we'd done or all I'd done at the start, whenever Neve sort of gave me a wee bit of um, encouragement, was just went for it. Like just try it all you can do is try it like all uh, the worst my worst case scenario i suppose at the time and maybe even now like in australia i was civil engineering you're working on site the whole time i had two jobs you're working for irish firms or people or people from ireland you know they own the companies if if anything ever went terribly wrong you really would just have to go out and get a job again like i would just have to go Mm -hmm. and just just be an engineer again yeah and i'm lucky in a sense that I went and I have a degree and I have that back and, you know, and I've done my master's and everything else. So you would hope mm-hmm. that you'd be able to find a job and I'd say you would be, if you're looking for a job, you'll get it. Like, but mm-hmm. it's just a matter of just going for it. Just the worst, worst case scenario is you just have to go and get a job again. That's all I thought. Just go for it. Like, and even now I'm sort of thinking, can I do anything else or can we add anything more or what can I learn? The worst mm-hmm. thing that come out of it is you know, just go and try and get your job back. Like really go and try, mm-hmm. and, go try and be an engineer again. Exactly, because there we we went and did a big massive trip around Canada, because that's where we were when we had this all happened and we came home and stuff. So um, Stephen, he was in a job and he just well, I'm quitting because I'm going away for the whole summer, and then he's back and he's doing another job now. Do you know what I mean? Like you, yeah. you just have to go, not day by day, but you need to go like moment moment to moment, like like what is going on for you right there and then and how you're feeling if you're happy or if it's working or not and if it's not working there is always more opportunities there's always something else there's always yeah you can always fall back on things that you've did before whatever for me sure like I have a teaching background and I know that my little business idea if it doesn't really kick off then I will probably go to the schools and I probably will I'll try I'll you know I'll use my prior knowledge first so yeah. yeah 
At least they've signed the fall back on, you know, I suppose it'll be different for you maybe and what, what you can do and what hours you can do and stuff like that. Like, but yeah. look, you know, there is always something else. I think there's always something that you can do. Like it's just a matter of even now, I can there's always, I can always do more. Like I always sort of believe I can I can do more. There's always more potential. You can you always have time to do more. It's just a matter of just motivating yourself and going again and even mm-hmm. in the coffee container there in the horse box, like, there's always probably things I could try or I could add on or you could, you know, offer a different product. You could try something else. And it's just trial and error and just trying it out. You don't really, for me, I know it's hard to speak for anybody else, but for me, just try it. Like, just go for it, really. Yeah. And, like, you know, I love whenever you had up all the way, um, you know, the question boxes on your Instagram and it was, like, you were wanting your community to be, like, do you like this or that? Yeah. Like, you choose like that's that's perfect it's hard too like because there's times you put them things up and you get loads of responses there's other times you put them up and then you're i'm texting neve neve putting a couple of questions there for me will you <laughs> <laughs> you have to try and work it out some way you saw the answer then yeah yeah no that's that's so good actually <laughs> you are literally like the dream team so you are oh i don't know just seeing how it goes winging it try it keep trying everything just go for it Okay, so for the young listeners that are maybe just leaving school and stuff, you're saying, yeah, just go for it, just wing it, yeah. Just try it, yeah. That was, what what what's the worst that can happen? <laughs> I have this hilarious friend, and she says, wing your life, wing your eyeliner. <laughs> 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 so yeah, we just need to do that. Yeah. Oh, that's that's all it was. I just, I my hand was maybe forced a bit more. We come back home, and at that time I didn't have a job. We didn't really have anything else to do, and I just had. Mm-hmm. To, Neve started sort of a wee baking business at the time. I was starting into, I bought this coffee van. I just wanted to get it rebranded and come up with a brand design and just do something, you know. And I gave you, just give you something to do. You know, it really was about doing anything. Because I didn't, I didn't really want to be sitting about. And I know sometimes you can get, I can get caught up just sitting in the house. Saying a day like that there, you're like, I don't want to go and walk. I'll just sit on the phone or watch YouTube or something. But at that time, I really had nothing. Just mm-hmm. And it wasn't that it was a massive expense trying to get started. Like, you just, there's a small bit of money saved up from Australia and just thought, right, the worst worst comes to worst, I have to sell this van again. That was it. Ah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And did you have the most amazing time in Australia? Oh, it was, it was class. I think maybe the first year I was there, I worked and worked and worked and worked and worked. Like, I was working at the time small company and I, I had six projects of my own like for different jobs and three of them was going during the day and three of them was going at night so oh I, sort of, I nearly worked myself too much at the time and then I, to be fair I did enjoy the job and I loved the responsibility and I think that's why I like working for myself I just yeah I just you've nobody else nobody answered to you really but I always loved the responsibility of just having to do it yourself and those jobs you nearly were left out by yourself and it was a great experience for me at the time but then yeah, I find that if you go if you go and like actually push yourself and go abroad Australia Canada like they they have so much opportunity for you to literally get dived into like where you it would take you over 10 years here at home yeah. even at the time I was in the I was in it in that job I was in the job maybe about six months I know you take you in for these like reviews and stuff and the way that they they started was the the guy that owned it, or was maybe the boy that sort of had the idea of starting it. He mm-hmm. could he could drive a digger, and he went and hired his own diggers, and then got himself into his own jobs. And then once he got his name out a bit, he branded himself. Then he got a couple of other guys, and then then he went and he leased the digger. 
you know, it was, they went for it, like, and he done that, and whenever I went into them, they were like, what do you want to do? And I was like, at that time, and even now, I still wouldn't mind getting into it, but I can't, I don't have the, the skills to like, drive a machine or anything, but at the time, I was lining up a couple of friends, a fellow I live with, and a, another good friend of mine, Isaac Wright, you could drive the machine, you would be good um, organising on the ground, and then I could have the engineering background of, uh, what do you call it, able to get the money and plan the job and you know, tender for it. That my idea then was to try and get out on my own, and I told that to them, and they loved it because that's what Australia nearly was all about. They wanted people; they didn't need, they didn't really need you to stay there and work for them all the days. They wanted to see a wee bit of ambition nearly, or and that's what Australia was about for me. It was nearly, you can do anything. Like if I was able to go back now, I could get my PR through the engineering degrees and through your experience. Mm-hmm. You really, could start your own business. I'd say in a couple of weeks' time, like. Yeah, wow. And like, it's such a big, massive, massive country slash continent. Like, it's so big that it's just, yeah, they ha- they do, they need, they need more and more and more workers and skilled workers and they, they're nearly crying out for us, aren't they? Uh, but it's amazing. Like, it just seems to be a lot of people from here and like, well, I only ever worked really for Irish and with Irish people whenever I was there. They just want the work and they nearly are building they're definitely building Sydney like whenever I was there it was all Irish firms that like we were on jobs and I'd say four out of the five um subcontractors were all like people that came from Ireland Northern Ireland wherever it would be and they had started their own companies and they were just going at it like I got onto the phone I was only over in Australia about I'd say I was there three weeks and he said I'll phone this boy Gary whoever he is and I phoned him and he answered me and it was the biggest ball of money accident and I was I looked at my phone and I didn't understand what was going on this boy had his own business he he used to he um had cameras that he sent down inside like pipes and stuff and they were able to check the condition of pipes and then he's able to do a sort of thing and I honestly didn't know where I was at for about five seconds because it was just from here you know did you get all did you get moving around Australia like did you travel a bit and stuff as well yeah well we whenever we were there we sort of went up I'd actually been over in Australia before. There were friends of ours was there um, from maybe 2016, maybe it was, 2015, 2016. We, three of us boys, went over at Christmas and we'd done, like, the, was the East Coast? We'd done a good bit of that, like, early beach and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so fun. We'd done, Neve done that with a family and then we went up. I can't remember where we went up. We went up, we went up to, like, the surfers and down to Melbourne. Then a stage, Michaela, my sister, had come over. She was in Melbourne, so... We went over down to visit her and then I found a camper van relocation thing online, which meant they gave you uh, the camper van for free if you were able to take it back to where it came from. So somebody would have flown into Perth, driven their uh, camper van from Perth to Melbourne, but then there was no way of getting that back. So there was a, a website that you could go and you could apply for these campers and they would give you for fuel. So we actually got free camper and fuel money to drive back to Perth. <laughs> yes i did that all over australia it was unreal i didn't realize it was a thing i just started looking up one day it was unbelievable i know i literally i traveled around the entire outskirts of australia the only part that i didn't do was from perth down to adelaide but literally i did every other coast with them vans yeah i I was unbelievable sweet on that that was one of our biggest trips was sort of going from melbourne to Perth, you know, via Adelaide and all that sort of thing was great. Yeah, class. I bet you were seeing dolphins out in the water and all all the time. <laughs> I don't even think we did. There was a stage <laughs> we were driving along that Nullabar, if you don't, if you don't, if you remember that, it was like a, there was a ninety mile straight, 
and you just thought you were seeing things the whole time. Like I did not turn the steering wheel for ninety miles. It was, <laughs> it was so weird. Oh yeah, it's just so good to have all these experiences, isn't it? It definitely it makes you a more grounded, well-rounded person for sure. It's always I I still want to do more like, but then sort of at the minute, whenever you have the business, you nearly want to focus on it and. I'd say to get this stage, I would love to get more people involved. And I think if you get good people, which is, I sort of learned in Australia through being in the, even that construction side of things, once they get good people, like they can just, you can just explode. Like you can just go for it. Like if you just, if you had, um, if you're able to find more people, somebody could run it whenever you're away. Like, yes. Even that you need, you that, need to do that. Yeah. It's getting good people, you know, just a matter if anybody wants to work or you could find somebody that wanted that was interested in it. You know, you really could leave somebody. You could work out. You could work it all out. You could leave somebody there, and they could run the whole thing. Really, it's not. It's not that it's simple, but it'd be easy. Be easy transferred. Like, and then you could even if I could do that for the container, I could expand more elsewhere and then try it again. You know. Absolutely, definitely, because sure, even whenever I was like a wee young teenager, like. I remember like running cafes, like full on running cafes because they trusted me. They knew that I would, I would really do my all to keep it running for them. You know, definitely, definitely. You need to expand your team. I can't wait to see what more is to come for you. This is so exciting. It's scary too. So I don't really know. It's easy to say yeah. it, but it's, it's, it's maybe harder to do it. Yeah, I know. I know. But you know what? Just one day at a time and things will happen as they're meant to I think what's for you'll not go by you so you've already kind of dived into that and yeah it's, it's, it's just exciting now all right taking the initial step anyway so hopefully hopefully yeah and to take any opportunities that come your way oh right. maybe get finishing off my 52 things try a few more things yes too. I would love you should post that up on your page actually like your Oz page because then you'll inspire other people to do it and then that'll even grow your community a little bit more maybe actually yeah, i never even thought of that i want i must go back and check what i finished on and i'll maybe get started again yeah i do because people like to know the kind of the face behind the, the brand they like to know like your personality what you're up to so yeah see that's the sort of thing where i've maybe had a downfall I, whenever i was looking into it and you do see these things and people like oh you have to talk on camera and all even something like this here it's not really <laughs> not really something that i've been doing or I don't know, it's a bit scary to do that. I don't know how I would be talking on cameras or... Fair enough. If you don't like doing that, you know what you can do is uh, people do those little videos. Oh, the voiceover. You do whatever makes you comfortable. But this was a big step then coming on and talking to me. So thank you so, so much. No, thanks for having me. It's great chatting. Um, and you can find you mostly at the Drones Road, but then you can actually book you. Do you want to just put in a wee plug there? Yeah, so if you want, just even you go onto the Instagram, um, you can just look up all standard coffee, and I'll come up on Instagram and Facebook. So I'm trying to promote as much as I can now at the minute for the um, horse box itself. That's that can go anywhere really. We can go to events. We've done weddings, charity days, fun days, been to matches. You know, where you can go anywhere really. Anything you can think of, corporate days. You know, and then our permanent location is. At the Golden Plough, just if you're coming out of Ballycastle through Armoy, you're another couple of miles, just a small container you'll see at the side of the road. So yeah. come and visit us. Yeah, and I highly recommend. So, yoohoo! Thank you. Okay, well, here, thank you so much and go and have a lovely afternoon. You too, thanks for having me and all the best with 
your adventure. Hopefully, we've got all goes well, and you can keep me posted if you want any more coffee beans too. If we're going to go for the two ventures at once, yeah, let's do that. <laughs>